Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team welcome back to the Bradfoe show this is coop and we've got the who says no crew that can only mean one thing of course it's a who says no episode we've got sammy up in the corner if you're actually watching this um and we've got gordo down below if you're listening it has no effect on what we're talking about but what we are talking about is some WBC intertwining itself with the Boston Red Sox and what that might mean for the roster. Um, so we're actually, we're recording this on a Tuesday. We're going to be time traveling a bit. Um, if you're listening to this on the drop day, it's Thursday. If you're not listening to this on the drop day, thank you for going to the archives and listening. Um, but we're going to be kind of reacting to, or not pseudo reacting. How are we going to, how do we want to go about this? I mean, the Red Sox are playing Puerto Rico on March 8th, which is Wednesday. Um, and like I said, Tuesday, time traveling here. Uh, but you're listening on Thursday. Um, I hope the I hope the listeners thoroughly confused. But guys, how are you doing? How do you want to go about this? Are we pre- previewing it? Are we reviewing it? Are we going to broadcast I think, it? I think we keep it general. Talk about what we're excited to see during the World Baseball Classic from the Red Sox. Guys, we're excited to see come back. Gordo, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, the WBC is going to last for a little while, so we're going to have guys gone for what? I mean, I guess it depends on on how far they make it, but like guys like Devers, he's going to make it far, so they'll be gone for a while, and you know, maybe some other guys. Like We got a couple of pitchers on Team Israel. They may or may not be back quickly. We'll, we'll see. Go Team Israel. Saw some good picks of Uke today in the attire. Heim, Heim Bloom rocking the spin rate shirt for Team Israel too. Yeah. I loved it. The the shorts are pretty fire. I don't know if you guys like caught that on Uke, but the shorts are pretty fire. So I was looking at the hat. The hat was sweet. Eh, I I'm 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 partial to Team USA. That and Team Puerto Rico. Team Puerto Rico has a cool like it's just iconic. Um, yeah. But the shorts are fine. Coop, you mind if I be a Karen? You mind if I be a total Karen for one Go second? Go for it. I'm going to get so much hate. I wish zero Red Sox played in the World Baseball Classic. I hate it. I'm terrified that they're going to get hurt. I'm terrified that Devers is going to like do one of his big swings where he like pulls something or one of the pitchers. I hate okay, it. Okay, so I'm a total. Let's 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 take. So Devers is the biggest star that we've got in this tournament. But he's probably also the only star that's going to be there for a while. I hate to I hate to break your hearts, but our two guys that are playing for Team Israel, 
probably won't. Though Team Israel made a run last time. I, I can't say that, but it, it's very likely they're going to be back early. Pavet is playing for Team Canada. He's going to be back. No, he's out. He's oh, that's it. right. Uh, so that... But that's the thing, Sammy, is we... I'm not that concerned because look at the pitching staff. We don't have that... What we've got? We've got the a couple of Israel guys. No one on... It's... What's the No list? one on USA. Maybe Kenley. If uh, Netherlands go far, he said he'll join, but he's got to get the pitch True. clock down. And, and, and that's not, also that pending. That wasn't a sure thing. So he could like yeah. just kind of be like, I'm not saying outright no, just so we don't hurt the Netherlands, you know, like the hype around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not that I'm worried. It's just like, what if, you know? I, I just care so much more about the Red Sox. You look, go Team USA, go Team Israel, go whoever you're rooting for. I hope they win, but like, I care way more about my Boston Red Sox than I do about any of the WBC teams. That being said, I can't wait to watch the games. It's always super entertaining. The last one was so classic that like this one with all the names in it this year. But real quick, I just for the listeners, I just want to run through all the names and you guys correct me if any of these are wrong because I know that like everything was changing. Um, So Jorge Alfaro, is he still playing for Colombia as far as we know? Correct. Yep. Uh, Richard Blair is still playing for Israel. Yep, yep. All right. Kike Hernandez, he's still rocking the Puerto Rico. He died as he bleached his hair today. That was crazy. I love that. I love that, that team. Awesome. They they have the team camaraderie and everything. And I like I wish this is like whole like geopolitics, but like Puerto Rico, if it ever ends up becoming like a state, do we lose team Puerto Rico? Like I hope I hope they still just like kind of become their own country still like i they're such a fun team to watch that'd make it so boring though we'd be like team usa uh in basketball in the olympics just destroy no because all of team puerto rico would just become team usa right yeah that's what i'm saying okay yeah yeah. it'd be too nasty like with the with the world baseball classic it would be cool to see team usa win but like i'd rather it be competitive and they lose that's true than it be like just a wash and then it's not entertaining but i mean team so. japan's still a wagon where they're yeah they're t- what's their na- team name they're actually called the samurai, samurai yeah sick. Did 36 million people watch their exhibition against um what was it the onyx yeah there's no way that yoshida is gonna like be i saw that tweet that was good tweet good tweet i saw that and i was like this is yeah he's fine yeah. he'll be okay um, i see how pumped otani was after yoshida's double yeah, they're boys. Hey, New Balance headquarters. New Balance headquarters are in Boston. I'm just saying. I'm holding on to that yeah, all year. Uh, but let's finish up this list. Uh, Sedan Rafaela did not end up uh, going to the Netherlands. He dropped out back in February. Ryan Sheriff, still Israel. Uh, Alex Verdugo, Mexico. Yoshida, as we said, with Japan. And Jaron Duran, late addition to Team Mexico as well, correct? Yep, correct. All right, so I believe that's the entire list. I'm not... Am I missing anyone? Mexico, sleeper for nicest jerseys. Those are clean. Very unique. Red and green, you don't see that very much. It's a little Christmassy, but I feel like they pulled it off. And we were were just pumping the tires on Team Puerto Rico, but their jerseys kind of look like the arm invitation from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, if you guys get that reference. Uh, I, I understand what they're going for, the little lighthouse that they have in uh i believe san juan um but it just it, it's it doesn't look great bad visual a bit much bad visual. did you guys see how clean the double plays 
Lindor and Baez were turning <sighs> at JetBlue Park today were. That, oh my God. <laughs> it was so clean. It, and there were like Red Sox prospects like taking pictures with these guys and it's like, they're like looking up at gods. It's just, it's crazy when they, when that team, because Puerto Rico's stacked and when they, they're practicing at JetBlue and that's, it's, it's cool. Javi cool. Baez gets like kind of poo-pooed now because his numbers have declined pretty rapidly. But God damn, is he a great infielder? Like he's just so smooth with everything he does. Even if his infielding numbers goes down because he's losing range and whatnot as he ages, he is so smooth. And he hits, I would say, maybe the most aesthetically pleasing home runs with how much he puts into every swing. Yeah. When they go, they go, and it's aw- like he hit one up against the Red Sox. The pitch was this was last year. It was like up and in near his chin, and he like spun it and hit over the monster somehow. And I was just like. Ooh, that looked so cool. <laughs> so didn't painful. He also, didn't he also swing at a pitch that hit him? Didn't Sale hit him with a pitch that he swung at? Yeah, he just takes like violent hacks. It's awesome. He's, he's, it's baseball he's, in his yeah, purest form. Um, I was like the biggest proponent of the do not sign Javier Baez team last year, but you can't deny the swag. It's there. It doesn't make sense to have him here, but it would be cool. Um, but no, that that clip of... Uh, go ahead. If they did like uh, one of those salary dump moves where like the the Tigers send over Baez and then like two of their top prospects and the Red Sox are just like, all right, we'll take the Baez contract for your big prospect. There was no chance of that happening, but that was in the middle of the offseason. I remember I tweeted something about that when we were all just like looking for some hope. I tweeted that and people were like, this is actually a good idea. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm just bored. Give me Tarek Skubal and we can talk. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fun one. says that. Uh, but let's get into it. Be, we just rattled through some of the guys that are going to be missing. And I don't know. How do you guys want to attack the Puerto Rico? The Puerto Rico game is going to happen. The Red Sox are playing Team Puerto Rico. Uh, it'll be fun. We were just saying how fun that the middle infield is for the Team Puerto Rico will be. So I'm sure we'll get to see some highlights out of that. It'll just be unfortunate that it's happening against the Red Sox. Um, who do you think wins? Quick predictions. The undefeated team. Oh, Ooh, come on. I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the Red Sox take their first L. Does it count if you lose to an entire country? Northeastern doesn't get counted, so I don't think so. No, it Ooh. won't count if you go to the at bat app and you look at the game. It says that the Red Sox are one and out because that's where it counts the Northeastern game. So this won't count for the Grapefruit League. They'll just count it as it on its own exhibition game. game. Yeah, but how about this? Why don't we just spin it? in whichever way is most beneficial for the Red Sox, regardless of outcome. If they win, it counts. If they lose, it doesn't. Can we agree? Yeah. That's how I've been playing it. Boom. I've been counting that Northeastern game. I I feel like I tweet it every day. It's like, oh, Sox have played 12 games. They they haven't lost. And I'm very much counting that Northeastern game. If if there's nothing in that, like, L column, we're good. I mean, no, no no other team in baseball can say that right now. No other team in baseball has the record that the Red Sox have. Correct. Yeah. No other no team lies. in baseball has fewer than two losses, and the Red Sox has also true. Here today, zero. Losses. I got a lie detector with me, and it's dead silent because I'm only hearing truth. This is, I mean, wagon of a team. Um, but that wagon of a team is going to be missing some guys during the WBC, like we said. That's going to give other guys time to shine. So the who says no topic this week is going to be 
who says no to this guy Wally pipping someone? So we're going to each go through round robbing. So I guess we're going to have three, you know, stars of the spring training, I guess. This is this is who we think will end up coming out on top, maybe getting a roster spot, maybe most likely getting a roster spot or being at AAA and saying like, hey, I'm going to get brought up sometime. Um, thank you for clearing my eyes there, Sammy. I was having trouble seeing. Um, but yeah, let's 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 kick it up. Do we want how do we want to rock, paper, scissors? Who goes first? Yeah, man, let's rock, paper, scissors. All, right, All three of us. All rocks. Paper, scissors, shoot. Do we all, we all win scissors? All right, ready? Ready? Wait, do we all go all scissors? Right. I want scissors, yeah. Okay, ready? Gordo, count us up. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Draw. Freeway draw. Uh, Why don't go go just start? All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna start. Everyone's everyone's favorite everyone's favorite spring training darling this year. Rymel Tapia. Oh, I had him on my Does list. He wasn't my number one, but that's a good pick. That's a great. I not to cut you off, but keep cooking, keep cooking. I mean, the hair is impeccable. He he. Yesterday he hit a bomb and a double. He's been hitting the ball all spring, and he can fill a bench outfield spot. They've got. It's kind of tough because Rob Refsnyder has more than earned a, a spot on this team. But with Tapia having that upward mobility opt-out on March 25th, you kind of got to find a way to keep that guy in your organization. I think all they need to do is add him to the 40-man. I don't think he needs to make the 26-man right off the bat. There's ways to do it. Like, obviously, like, we've heard, like, Bobby Dahlbeck trade chatter. You know, they could DFA or like there's there's ways to go about it. But like if you think about who do you, who are you comfortable leaving this organization right now? I do not want to see Ryan Maltapia leave this organization. We saw him tear the cover off the ball at Fenway Park last year, even if some of his home runs didn't leave the ballpark. We don't need to get into that. But he's looked great this spring. I think he'd be a fan favorite if he makes the team. He's a cool dude. Like. He loves crabs. If you didn't know, loves crabs. That's I so, didn't know that. That's great to hear. Wait, which crabs? So go to his Instagram and look at. It's like every picture he has on his Instagram, the caption is like it's just crabs. Big crab guy. Okay. Yeah, really weird. Rymel Tapi, a big crab guy. When people Who say doesn't every love crabs, team, though. So where are you without your crab guy? Every team needs that's a crab guy. He posted the highlight of his homer, but he left enough room on the screen to include a little crab. He loves Go to his Instagram right now if you're listening. And the caption is four crabs and two salutes. So I, I've always said crabs are underappreciated. So it's good to see someone, you know, really taking up the helm and saying, I'm I'm here for crabs. They need that. They're kind of like a lobster's less athletic younger brother. I was just going to say they're the oval lobster, but yeah, that works too. I mean, they're all, they, I mean, it tastes great. I love both. I'm big, big shellfish guy. Huge shellfish. <laughs> Old Bay or no Old Bay? Like the spice? Yeah. Come on. We are talking crabs yeah, and I'm saying Old Bay. What else am I talking about? I don't know. <laughs> um, I, used to have, I used to have a big jar of it at home, but I don't, I mean, there's nothing, I, I, there's nothing at home. To since moving away from DC, I haven't had Old Bay at all, which stinks because I loved it. But I was also like doing the whole, like I'm in, the mid-Atlantic, I need Old Bay. Um, but I, I agree with the Tapia. I, it, like I said, like he was on my list 
of uh, he wasn't going to be my number one. He was on my alternates. So I'm glad that he came off the board, but because uh, he needs his flowers, he hit an absolute moonshot Monday. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping he sticks around. He's a fun guy to watch, especially at Fenway. Sammy, any, any closing thoughts before you kick off with who you got? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, two quick ones. Um, we got to address the elephant in the room. Him and Alfaro, the hair. Oh, oh my God. Team MVPs. Tristan Cassis showing off his flow as well. Home run, mm-hmm. Trod, toss mm-hmm. that helmet away. Kike with the yeah. bleached hair. We got mustaches. This is a good uh, good hair got team. A See, this team. is what Yankees We've got a handsome team. Can you, can, do, wouldn't you feel so bad for Yankees fans? They'll never get to experience this. They'll never have a hair conversation. They all just look like the creative player that you start with in a video game. But hey, Rymel Tapia, I said it the other day. My grandfather had Ted Williams. My dad had Carl Yastrzemski. I have Rymel Tapia. I really like him. We need a left-handed bat off the bench. You explain the contract situation. It's either 40-man or he's gone. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense, and we're going to get to see a lot more of them with Verdugo and Duran going to play for Team Mexico. Uh, I like it. That was also my top choice, but luckily I brought multiple. Um, This one's kind of weird. My choice, so I know we spoke about Kenley Jansen. He's not necessarily going to play for uh, Team Netherlands, but on the off chance he does, in spring training, most of the times, the manager will try to put the closer in a situation where they could face the heart of the order, the major league guys, kind of early in the game, usually the third-ish inning. Uh, and although Jansen has only pitched an inning, if he does go, I would love to see Brian Mata against legit major leaguers because, oh my God, that guy looks like he's he looks like he's throwing batting practice and then it comes out 99 miles an hour. Like that is easy cheese. And I, I, when have we been excited about a Red Sox pitching prospect in spring training like this? Bayo didn't get this kind of hype. So I'm over the moon about Mata. I love the delivery. Like I said, it's so easy. He's got multiple pitches. I think he could start. I think he could relieve. I think he could help this year and earlier than people think. So I want to see him against the big boys, the big major league bats. That's what I want. Okay. I, I wasn't expecting too many pitching options coming out of this just because almost everyone is a position player um, except for our, our Team Israel. Both Team Israel? Bullpen arms, correct? Yeah. Yes, Booby. They teach yeah. us to throw young. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I wasn't expecting too many guys from the pitching staff to really be able to benefit from this, but I, I like the Mata idea. I I want him to cook. We haven't seen him cook. And like you said, just getting reps up against actual players, not to belittle minor leaguers, but to actually let them get reps of like real game type stuff would be good. Um, I don't know Sammy, if he stays you though. You bring up a good point that he could be in the bigs before people think, just because his stuff plays as long, like if he's controlling the ball, his stuff plays anywhere. And we've seen, even though I'm sure the Red Sox hopes for him are 
to have him be a part of the starting rotation. That doesn't mean he can't help them out of the bullpen this year. In There's a bunch of different ways you could go about it, but I think one thing we've, we've known the Red Sox are trying to do since Bloom got here is kind of try to emulate the Dodgers. And we've seen the Dodgers use tons of really good soon-to-be starting pitchers out of the out of the bullpen before they became the starters we see them as today. Like Julio Arias was a was a reliever. Kenta Maeda was a reliever for the Dodgers like the year before. What was he like a top three or four Cy Young guy? Dustin May pitched out of the pen. Ross Stripling pitched out of the pen the year before he was an all-star. Like we they did that over and over and over again just because they had so much pitching depth. And I think that's something that the Red Sox have tried to develop. Like they we all talk about their seven big league caliber starting pitchers, but you look at guys like like Mata's shoving. Walters looked great. We need to talk more about Josh Winkowski and Cutter Crawford, who have each thrown, I believe, five scoreless innings apiece. Like Oh yeah. Got more like these guys are not all gonna be able to start games, no matter how many injuries this team has, and they all should be able to contribute for them. Yeah, I think you're dead on too with the Dodgers comparison. I mean, look at Garrett Whitlock and maybe even Tanner Houck now. Those are guys who started off in the bullpen. Well, Houck came up as a starter, moved to the bullpen full time, but they're guys who have bullpen experience who are now, you could say, converting to starting pitchers. And that's really cool. That's what the Dodgers are doing. That's what the Astros did with uh, Christian Javier. Oh, my God, that guy. So There's a lot of examples of that working. And the Dodgers comparison makes a ton of sense. I'm just so excited to finally have more than one great pitching pro- – well, maybe not great, but very good pitching prospects to look forward to. And you mentioned Brandon Walter. That's another one. That guy's – Unbelievable and weird arm angle. He's so Heim Bloom, uh, a guy who was taken late in the draft, I believe, too. Kind of come from from a unusual background as far as collegiate playing, if I'm not mistaken. Really fun prospect. We've got so much to look forward to, and like you said, even Winkowski, who a lot of people, myself included, kind of wrote off after a really rocky first year. So we finally have some stuff to look forward to in the realm of pitching that we didn't sign or trade for i want to see the winkowski that had a negative launch angle at one point last year that was a fun winkowski to watch because he would just get in the game and he would work efficiently to just get guys out i want that winkowski back so i you bringing up a good winkowski made me a little excited for 2023 so on my mata point tomorrow sorry wednesday puerto rico thursday yankees and then the day after blue jays so there's a lot of opportunities to face some big bats. I know a, a few of them will be missing for the World Baseball Classic, but I want to see throw Mata into the fire. Spring training. Let's see how he does. Walter, too. He threw today, though, Sammy, for two innings. Yeah, do it. Yankees, Blue Jays, either one. <laughs> they got bats. Dealer, dealer's choice, whatever. Yeah, Yankees or Blue Jays. We, there's plenty of fire to throw those two into. I'll, I'll throw Walter in that mix, too. Mata and Walter. I want to see both of them face the big boppers. The big well, Walter, boys. Walter's starting against Puerto Rico, so he'll he'll face the big ball. He'll face the big boys. Jeez, that's I think they're, Puerto Rico's probably just going to throw out their whole their whole lineup, right? They're not. Yeah, they. I mean, that's what Team Japan did. They, I think they cycle like they play it like an all star game. Like you're just trying to get everyone reps, but they'll the starters will be the starters for the WBC. Yeah. So that'll so be good. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll get to see Walter against <laughs> more than a major league team, Team yeah. Puerto Rico, which would say beats all major league teams. So that'll be fun. Either uh, either either we'll be feeling real bad <laughs> when this airs, or real good. So hopefully we get the good one. Hey, you guys were the ones that took the Red Sox. So 
I, I hedged nicely. Um, but I guess that, that leaves it to me, and I'm going to do an unorthodox pick to what you guys did. And I'm going to say a name that really isn't someone that will be sticking around. It's Bobby Dahlbeck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sam, mm. You, you knew what was coming there. Um, he's having a hot spring. He's still over a thousand OPS, I believe. Um, I mean, that's over 17 at bat, so it's very small sample size. But just any bit of positive news, I think, is good for Red Sox fans with Bobby Dahlbeck, just because at this point, he's just he's a logjam in your 40 man roster. And if he does well and if he can prove that he can have a roster spot by the end of spring training maybe you're looking at moving him to another 40-man roster spot somewhere else in the bigs. And that is what I want. Not that we don't love Bobby Dahlbeck, but we just don't want no. Bobby Dahlbeck on our team. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's what I'm kind of hoping for out of this spring training WBC um, predicament that the Red Sox are in. Yeah, it's not you, Bobby. It's not you, Bobby. It's us. No, it's Bobby. It's, it's Bobby. It's Bobby. That was actually, it's funny. My three were Tapia, Dahlbeck, and Mata. So we, we hit all three. I feel like, not that my personal opinion or takes matter in the grand scheme of things, but I felt like I was a little hard on Dahlbeck last year. You could see in his face, he was struggling. He doesn't want to be out there struggling. So I want to see him succeed. I've never heard a bad thing about the guy, but fool me once, shame on you me twice you know how it goes so i'm rooting for him yeah i'm just not and, and a believer let, maybe we can be i don't we'll have to check him with rob but i think the bradfoe show can be the first podcast to be understanding that no athlete doesn't want to try when out on the field uh, <laughs> um but yeah like it, it it's gotten to the point where it's kind of like we have cast this now we're on to a new experiment we hope it works we know that it can work out for you you've shown glimmers of being a a legitimate ball player that can play first base regularly for a baseball team, or maybe not regularly, but at least be in there enough to see 80 games. Um, but maybe just not with us. Like that you're, you're just our, our time with you, our experiment with you is over. We've developed you. It's now on you yeah. now. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't like, if he heard us saying this, I don't think he would take offense to it. Cause I think he, even he, probably dude he's down on himself enough like but he just wants an opportunity like he says it over and over again like he just wants to play and this this organization where his primary positions are first and third and you know we've got staples there right now endeavors and costas like he knows that long term like this isn't his spot to get a legitimate starting job he he needs to go to a place where they'll just let him work through Whatever, whatever crap he needs to get through because we've seen him hit before. He knows he's capable of it. Who knows if he'll ever be able to tap into it again, but he's not going to be able to do it with inconsistent playing time and without big league at-bats. So I don't know if he's, if he's actually requested a trade or anything, but I'm sure he would be open to it. And honestly, he might even be happy if it happened. Next time I and break I up with a lady, I'm calling you guys up. We, we got a brainstorm. This is... So, We're just writing out um, strategies on how to separate from someone right now. Gordo, I'm going to, I'm going to gently disagree because I do think that Dahlbeck, you guys all know what team I'm thinking of. If he were put in a platoon spot, I think he could find success. So when he's on the Tampa Bay Rays and destroying the Red Sox, 
will remember, oh my God, don't let him face lefties because he can still hit them. Even last year when he didn't play very well, he still hit lefties decently well. So if you put him in a, uh, I don't know who G-Man Choi shared the first base duties with last year in Tampa, but his right-hand compliment, I know he's gone, but the right-handed first base, third base platoon guy for Tampa, I could totally see Bobby Dahlbeck in that spot. Or alternatively, maybe he learns a little bit of outfield and he becomes a Darren Ruff type, a guy who faces uh, lefties, can play multiple positions, has a little bit of pop, but he's not a guy you have in the lineup every day. So while I don't... You just described Steve Pierce. Yeah, perfect. That's perfect. Someone that's just going to travel around the AL East doing exactly that. Like, that's just Steve but Pierce. That's an excellent example. That's a guy who never really, like, was an everyday guy, but you put him in the right situation, and he's a friggin' World Bobby's Series Bobby's got a little MVP. bit of Steve in him. You can bet Bobby's going to be the World's... No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> right situation for him. I think he can succeed. He hits lefties well. He's got a good arm. That's good. So... You can put him no, at Sam, third base if you want. If he goes to the Rays, you know damn well every time they face the Red Sox, he's going deep at least twice a series. Like it is Steve know. Pierce against the Yankees. That's what that is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, I mean the Steve Pierce example. I know you were like half joking, but, but no, it's really... dead serious. I mean, like that's. Yeah. Man, it makes sense. So there you go. He's going to get traded when he's 35 and be a World Series MVP. <laughs> hey, that's hoops that if if someone told me at this age that that could be my life, I would probably take it. Yeah. Never going to buy another drink in Boston the rest of his life. So, hero, legend. Like, like, has anyone seen anything with Steve Pierce in the last like two, three years? I haven't. He... Does he have social media? Like, I don't even know if he has no. Twitter and Instagram or anything like that. I don't think he does. He's never done anything see. with the Bradfoe show, I don't think. We've done stuff with Moreland. The uh, newest Red yeah. Sox coach, Mitch Moreland. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, his house is... Do you, I don't know if you guys remember during the pandemic when they were doing like MTV Cribs uh, with like Red Sox players, but they went to his place and he just has like a barn that's been renovated <laughs> and outfitted with like a batting cage and everything. I, th- I'm just fantasizing right now about his life, but... Um, yeah, Mitch, Mitch Moreland, good, good guy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. But, all right, so Bobby Dahlbeck, any closing thoughts on him? Any closing, Gordo, any closing thoughts on our three stars? Well, we all know that Bobby is the MVP of spring training literally every year. So he's yep. going to get plenty of at-bats, and I'm sure he's going to hit 380, hit a bomb every other game. Like, he's going to be great. Doesn't who knows if it translates, but spring training Bobby Dalbeck, we know we know what we're gonna get. That's that's consistency. He is great every spring. Yep. Re- regarding our uh, our three guys, I think there's a lot to look forward to. I'm trying to be more positive. I hate being. This negative. is like a therapy session. I'm trying to be more it, positive in life. Truly, truly, yeah. But but for real, we got we got a lot of good pitching to look forward to. Young pitching, something we're not used to. 
Dahlbeck looks good. Maybe it's fool's gold again. Maybe it's not. Tapia looks good. We got options. And Hein Bloom loves having options. I'm not talking about minor league options. I'm talking about major league options. So there's stuff to look forward to. It's not what we envisioned when the offseason started, but it's not the worst case scenario. So let's roll Far from worst today. case scenario. I mean, besides Paxton getting hurt and now not being an option for opening day as if he was going to be an option for opening day. Um I think that's probably the worst news that's come out of camp so far and everything else I think has far exceeded what people have been expecting of this team. Um, yeah. Given, given, you know, the, the massive asterisk that is spring training. Um, it, it, they have been a fun ball club to watch. I got something for you. To, to go back to last week's episode where we talked about the new rules. Did you see, I believe it was yes, yesterday or today, Monday or Tuesday, Alfaro had someone run on him he threw the ball down to second base. Is that what sail pitching? Because so. Alfaro crossed up sail at one point and sail got penalized for a balk. No, it wasn't that. It, 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 he, he, someone stole second base. Alfaro threw down. The guy was safe by an inch. And Will Middlebrooks was like, you think the bases, the new bases just gave him a steal? And that was it. It was the first time we saw the new bases come into play. And Will Middlebrooks, good on him. Really Pointing good commentator. Adding that into the... Yeah, I mean, like... I, you'll you'll never see Ricky Henderson type numbers again, um, though. That's that's like saying there's never going to be like a Joe Montana again, and Tom Brady comes along. But like, I think at least in the minor leagues last year, base like stolen bags went up, and everything that they did last year in the minor leagues is now happening with the implementation of these rules in spring training. So it's kind of like. I'm hoping that happens. It's nice seeing guys on the base paths like running. Um, makes the game a little bit more exciting in July and August. But that that was definitely cool to see. And good on, like you said, good on Will. He's he's fit, he's fitting into that uh, broadcast spot. He's great at it. I love. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a bunch of really good guys right now in the booth. But I Middlebrooks has been awesome. I think I think Uke ends up becoming like the Remy spot, like kind of the staple or Eck, I suppose. But like how many games, like that's the issue is how many games is Uke going to want? Uke, Uke has- Because he limits himself for family. Yeah. And business. And yeah, he lives in California. He's made a bunch of money. It's not like he needs the money. Like, so I I just, I don't know what his cap is, what his max that he would be willing to do. Though he's, uh, he's putting in one of his Loma breweries uh, in the Fenway area. So maybe he's planning. Oh, is he on, really? Maybe he's planning on a move. Maybe trying to be uh bi coastal. Oh, I love that. Hmm? He's 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 building a brewery in the Fenway area. I'm almost positive he he put out like an Instagram post that he was putting in a Loma. Oh my god, that's I mean like I hand up if I'm wrong on this, I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive. Let's I mean I can edit out dead air. I'll look right now. God, it's all about family. What are you drinking tonight, bud? Uh, just Irish whiskey. It's called Busker from Vermont. Oh, so not technically Irish whiskey. If we're gonna be that kind of, it's guy. Irish style whiskey from Vermont. Do they use like peat and everything, or like yeah, peat like just I mean, like just preparing it exactly like Irish whiskey? I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't taste like fully like Irish whiskey, but you can tell it's like influenced, but it's like a good cross American and Irish. It's not as peaty as you would get with Irish whiskey, but it's still solid. Like any hint of like 
bourbon or like rye or no rye bourbon maybe yeah Eh, solid mid-shelf not bad i used to be a whiskey guy in my day it's i like it i don't feel bloated like when i drink beer i just can't do liquor anymore i'm yeah bro same (laughs) oh you were having fun at mgm uh, edit, edit. <laughs> what is what is Uke's? All right, there we go. By the way, Chris Sale. I know that looks so good. So when he, so when Turner got hit in the face, so my girlfriend was walking through, like from the bedroom to the kitchen, and I like when Turner gets hit in the face, I go, "Oh my god, no!" And then I see the blood. I'm like, "Oh my god, he's." He's bleeding, he's bleeding. And she, she's like, sail again. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is a baseball-related injury. <laughs> All right. Oh, my oh. God. Could All you I, imagine? All I can find is that he put a post of, um, like, it's that, and it's just his thoughts. But I've, I'm almost what positive. What is the I, I can't even tell what it was. It's the uh, brewery hat on Lansdowne. Oh, it's the hat? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so that's, which, that's, that's definitely the thing. So it, Wait, I can imagine that he wants to put one in there. I thought I had heard that he was going to buy property and put in a brewery, though. Doesn't Fenway Sports Group own like all the buildings in the area? They own. They own they, they're just a real estate company. They have, dude. Are you kidding me? Though they would want to put in like one of their own broadcasters' breweries. Like that'd be like when yeah, they had um, what was it called? Uh, Louis Place. The Jerry Remy's. Oh, yeah, 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 which became Tony C's, C's, which which now is a Korean restaurant. Yeah, 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 they they put sports bar on the side of their place, and I went for a Bruins playoff game. They wouldn't put on the audio, and I haven't been back, so sorry. Yeah, Yeah. it's all right. Need the audio. Need the audio. It's for the bees. For the bees, but I think that puts a pin in it. Any closing thoughts as as we move on with the week? Another week of Red Sox dominance in the Grapefruit League. I think I think yeah. we need to give a little bit more of a shout out to Jorge Alfaro or Jorge Alfonso, as Coop would say. Um, shout out Jorge Alfonso. Because he actually really does have an opportunity here. Because even though even though we don't have a catcher going to the WBC, Connor Wong is down right now, and he's gonna. Well, actually, he's going to the WBC, but he's gonna have a legitimate shot to make this roster, especially if Connor Wong stays down. Although it, his injury does sound like it's progressing, but. I think Alfaro's got a good shot to make this team or at least get added to the 40-man. He's played well. He had three hits yesterday. Uh, he's got great hair. He looks like Aquaman. Everyone here loves him. Everyone who's watching the games loves him. We could be the all-hair team. I think everyone wants him to make it. Because if he if he doesn't make the 40-man roster, there's going to be a team that'll that'll add him to Oh, there. yeah. So That's, they, they don't, they I don't almost think Heim keeps him just so that he can move him if he doesn't want him on the team. Like I don't, I don't think Heim kind of lets him go. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, we'd have one major league catcher, Connor Wong, and then Ronaldo Hernandez. Yeah, but I mean, like, that brings a question, like, Tapia or Alfaro? It's true. If you had to pick. You got to go with Alfaro. You don't really have other options. Yeah. That's a tough catcher. All right, we'll we'll sit on that. We'll we'll come back to that next week. We'll, we'll, we're, we're too much going on. Too much going on. It's spring training, baby. Oh, baseball's back. Cool. Can I interject one more thing? Okay. Did Corey Kluber really throw 95 on Monday? There's no way. I don't think he did. 
There's, he, There's no he, way. He threw that all last year. He's They're throwing that in the, the guns. There's no way. Everyone's like, he's throwing 95. I'm like, there is no way. He hasn't thrown 95 in nine but years. Thing, and he only did one year. But there hasn't been any discrepancy with any other pitchers. Like, no one else has, like, really brought up. Have they, like, I haven't heard any other pitchers being, like, oh, wow, their numbers are really up this year. Didn't Sale hit, like, 97 yesterday? I don't think he... He hit 96 on the, on the strikeout. But it looked, like, the thing is with Sales, it actually looked it like, Kluber's didn't look... 95 and sale has like a history of also touching like mid 90s so it's yeah we've seen him throw 100 before yeah i i yeah i just don't like not to not to say people were lying i just think like no i mean i, no, I think it's a fair thing to look at i had a uh, 95 when, when i pitched in high school i remember i was doing a bullpen session and it was like mid 70s high 70s and then one pitch i threw was like 86 and I was like, really? And the guy's like, no, the, the gun, like, once in a while, will just miss one. And I'll be like, oh. so that's probably what happened. But you know Everyone's what? Like, if he had lied to you, you would have felt so good about yourself. So, like, let's, I mean, what if he's not, if he's not throwing mid-90s, what does it change for us? Nothing. nothing. Exactly. Let's, need... let's live that white lie. Like, let's just, oh, let's all pretend. If Corey, Kluber, if Corey Kluber hears this, I thought he was throwing, like, 97, 98. <laughs> And you know what? You he was looking pretty handsome up there too. He was having a good day, good hair day. Yes, Mark too. What a guy! Oh, the mechanics were down to. Uh, he just had everything working. That's if you're listening. If you're not listening, there's no chance that you hit 95, <laughs> 90, 89, maybe. I, maybe, maybe, maybe part of it is because wasn't Savant tracking his first start? He was like. What was his fastball was sitting 87 and it was kind of getting a little bit of traction. So maybe, maybe they juiced the guns a little bit just to quiet the quiet. And if the they did, who cares? You know, they're just trying to give oh. us a better experience as fans. I have a question. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just being a jerk <laughs> trying to poke the pop the balloon of like, oh, you think he's throwing 95? I got a bridge to what? Next, camp. you're going to tell me that they were booing John Henry at the Winter Classic? No, <laughs> no, God, no. come on. No, no, no. I didn't make my ears ring or anything. No. <laughs> all right, fellas. Let's wrap this baby up. We'll talk to you next week, all right?